Welcome to Rise and Thrive with Sam. I'm your host, Sam Jones, a women's online health and fitness coach, bridging the gap between building your dream body, optimizing your health, and finally taking control of your life so that you can become the best version of you. I've helped hundreds of women do just that, and it's time to share my tips, tricks, and industry-leading secrets with you. So let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Another episode here that I'm so excited to dig into with you guys, and that is how to get unstuck and out of a rut. And I know I'm not alone in saying that we've all felt like we are in our rat era where you just feel not your best and you feel like you just can't get out of that rut. For me, I went through this during the pandemic, and even when the pandemic was done, I had a really hard time climbing out of that hole. And so today I want to talk a little bit about some strategies on where you can start if you're feeling that way. Because like I said, I know that we've all been there. It can be really frustrating. And as much as in your head you want to make a change, you want to feel unstuck, it can be really challenging to actually build the momentum to consistently pull yourself out of that. So the first kind of thing I want to talk about with you guys and I want to touch on is finding your why. I know this sounds so superficial, like, what do you mean, why do I want to get out of a rut so that I can feel better? But that being said, that's not enough, right? Obviously, it's not enough or we all would do it and nobody would ever feel that way. So what you need to do is really dig deep inside and connect with yourself and your intuition and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And why is it important for me to make a change? And I'm not talking on a surface level, right? You need to dig deep within yourself, connect with yourself, connect to your intuition and ask yourself, what is really the fuel to my fire? And I think at the end of the day, we often associate our why with something that's like appearance related or, you know, maybe an event that's coming up. It's so often that I hear people say that they don't have motivation. While motivation can be a temporary fleeting feeling, I think it's the type of motivation that you have that matters on how long it's going to impact you. If your motivation, aka your why, is very surface level, it's not going to be super impactful for you on a day-to-day basis when you're asking yourself, do I want to sit on the couch and watch Netflix or do I want to get my butt up and go get uncomfortable and push myself in my workout? Do I want to take the easy route and eat something tasty that's not healthy for me and not going to contribute to my goals? Or do I want to get up and cook a healthy nutrient-dense meal? When you're forced with these decisions and you need to pick which way to go, your surface level why or motivation isn't going to be very convincing long term for you to continue to make those those disciplined decisions. Maybe your why is stemming from you want to feel healthy and be able to keep up with your kids and set a really great example for them because you didn't have the greatest example while you were growing up. But digging into some of those pain points can be hard for you. Or maybe that you grew up feeling really insecure and you've never really had a supportive, secure relationship and you want to be the one to break that cycle and to actually finally have a proper relationship in your life right and you want to attract the right person or maybe you always play small at work because you don't have the self-confidence and you really want to build your confidence in yourself so that you can go and crush it in your career and have career growth those are all much deeper rooted whys than I want to look good on my vacation for my Instagram pics right so I think that's something that we need to consider and at the end of the day that's what really starts and fuels the journey from the beginning Next is going to be to start small with your changes. I think we often have this all or nothing mentality where it has to be, if I don't do everything from the get-go, then what's the point? 
And taking a smaller approach of changing little things, you know, week over week, gradually building things into your routine, while yes, the progress is slower and the change in our lifestyle is slower, it's more sustainable. If you take an approach of thinking, what can I add to my life that's going to benefit me opposed to what do I have to subtract? You're going to have a less restrictive mindset and you're going to get further, right? So thinking, okay, I want to add more protein. I want to add more vegetables. I want to add more stress management tools. I want to add more sleep instead of thinking about, I can't have the food that I like. I can't hang out with my friends because I have to exercise. I can't go to social events anymore. It's a much different mindset. And by doing it this way, by adding one thing at a time, you're going to allow yourself more flexibility opposed to jumping into this all or nothing mindset, 110 balls to the wall attitude, and then it's short lived. And then we pendulum all the way back to the other side where we're not really doing anything. Whereas if we have just taken the approach to get, you know, 10% better every week, even 1% better you're going to end up way further ahead a year from now than these cycles of balls to the wall, absolutely nothing. Balls to the wall, absolutely nothing. So really starting small and building on these lifestyle changes is going to be a game changer. Another big one I want you to think about is bringing in more positivity. As humans, especially in today's society, we're so trained mentally with this glass half empty approach. If you pivot to a glass half approach, your mentality in life is going to change so much. We want to be enforcing positivity. And I'm not talking toxic positivity where you can never be upset or never have a negative emotion or that you need to be fake like la la life is sunshine and rainbows because trust me like I don't believe in that either but I think that when we wallow in our self-pity and we constantly think about the negative side of things you're going to attract more negative in your life I strongly believe that the energy that you put out into the world and what you believe is possible is what you're going to attract back if you don't believe things are possible if you don't believe in yourself if you have all these limiting beliefs guess what you're not going to achieve any of those things right so you really have to be able to approach things from an uplifting and positive standpoint and there's many different ways that we can do this some of my favorite ways are to really start the day on a positive note the way that your day is going to flow the energy you're going to be in the chances of you taking the initiative to do things that are going to set you ahead are going to be so different if you start your day negatively flustered running around like a chicken with your head cut off no real plan no time for yourself no mindset or wellness tools being involved you're literally just get up frantically run around and get your butt to work right that's going to be so different than if you have a slower start to the day you have a morning routine you're taking bits and pieces of time to recharge set yourself up for success for the day, get you in the right headspace. Things like saying affirmations, doing journaling, doing a meditation, having your food prepped, right? Having your clothes planned out in advance. All of these things are going to change the game of how you feel in the morning. And that energy flows into the whole rest of the day, opposed to starting the day in a negative energy. And then that just bleeding into the rest of the day and it just being a compounded effect. Another thing is going to be reinforcing your good habits. So when you do something that's a positive habit, 
you want to reinforce this to yourself, whether it be through positive affirmations, whether it be some sort of celebration or giving yourself a small reward, some way to let your brain know these are this is something we want to upkeep, right? It's like when you go to the gym for the first time, you really don't want to go. You don't have the will to want to go and do it. But after you feel so good and that endorphin high feels so good that you're like, why don't I do this all the time? So by allowing yourself to recognize that feeling and reinforcing that good habit, you're going to continue to want to go back because you're going to want to feel that good feeling of accomplishment and happiness after your workout again, right? So just really making sure that you're taking the time to acknowledge, celebrate, and reinforce good habits. Another thing that's really important that we want to highlight to get unstuck and out of a rut is going to be to stop overthinking and just start doing. So many times we literally talk ourselves out of doing something we know is good for us or that will benefit us because we just sit and overthink it for too long. And in the time we're sitting there thinking about, do I really want to do this? You could have done it already. How many times are you sitting on the couch humming and hawing over going to the gym and before you know it it's 45 minutes later and the workout would have been half done already so just stop getting so in your head start setting times to do things and just get up and do them without even giving yourself a chance to change your mind a great way to do this is to just set a timer for a short period of time and just get shit done. This is so great for getting stuff done around the house, like whether it's cleaning, whether it's cooking, whether it's just a task you've been putting off, just set a timer for a time that's realistic to get it done, but is not giving yourself too much time and watch how fast you can get things done. We all have this list, you know, the list of never ending to do things that we keep putting off and putting off because they're not urgent needs, but they just never get done. Yeah. So what I've been doing recently is setting a timer in the morning for 20 minutes when I sit down at my desk and start my day and I just barrel through as many of those things as possible. So I'll do this for work. I'll do this for home, but it's incredible how many things you can like little bits and bobs you can get done in 20 minutes if you actually set your mind to it and you time it and you try to get it done as fast as possible. Things that would take me an hour if I let them are taking me a couple minutes. This is going to allow you to feel accomplished, to get more done, and give you more time back. I recently heard someone say that the way that you do one thing translates into the way that you do everything. And it's so true because when you're avoiding things and you're putting things off, that builds momentum and you continue to do it more frequently. Whereas if you're showing up with intention and taking action, that is going to continue to build momentum. And this kind of goes along with too, right? Actually planning out your week, your day, and having a structure of what your expectations to accomplish that day are. So often people that I speak to are just living by the seat of their pants day to day, just keeping it all in their brain and, oh, I know what I need to do. But then when it comes down to it, they feel like they have no time. But then if I ask them to actually map their day out or their week out on a schedule, there's tons of time. There's just so much time spent humming and hawing between doing different things like standing at the fridge with it open, trying to figure out what to eat for dinner for 20 minutes. Then you got to cook the dinner. Then you got to eat the dinner. Whereas if you had have just done the meal prep up front, would have gotten rid of all of that time right or even something is like deciding if you want to go to the gym or not like should I go now should I go later then you start looking at your phone and scrolling and before you know it an hour has passed right so these are all things that when you have a plan and you actually utilize time management skills with using a planner or a calendar and having set days and times of a routine that you go like going to the gym on the same days and times each week as much as possible all of these things are going to help you feel like you're in more of a productive routine and allow you to get out of that rut.
Which brings me to my next point, which is communication. So often we try to bear the load of doing everything ourselves to the point that it becomes overwhelming and we almost become paralyzed from procrastination because we just feel so overwhelmed that we take no action at all. And I don't know about you guys, but this happens to me a lot. So without that structure and that organization, I feel that way. But you also have to be able to communicate with the people in your life about how you're feeling. If you're feeling stuck, if you really feel like you're in this rut, you need to lean on the people in your life for support. Whether that's your friends, whether that's your family, whether that's your significant other, or maybe even a coach. But this is going to allow you to have that open line of communication where you can one, get the help that you need in your life, right? If you have a lot on your plate and you're feeling overwhelmed and stuck and just in this rut, they can maybe take some of that off your plate to help you. They don't know that you need help unless you ask. And then two, it's also going to allow you to be able to explain to them how much this is weighing on you and how it's making you feel. I guarantee you the people in your life that love you don't want you to feel that way. So having that open line of communication is going to allow you to get more support. And the final tip I want to give you for getting unstuck and getting out of a rut is to stop the comparison wheel. We spend so much time on social media seeing what everyone else is doing. We believe that we have to mirror our lives to be successful to match other people's lives. When we see these in-depth morning routines or the workouts that people are doing or the meals that they're eating and we feel like if we don't measure up to match what this idea of being that girl or the it girl era or whatever else it might be that's popular at the time, that we are less than that, right? And we get kind of caught in this comparison trap where we just don't take action because it's not realistic for us to be maybe where other people are. But that's not the truth. At the end of the day, you need to find habits and routines that fit your lifestyle. You need to make your health and fitness journey fit your life, not you fit this expectation of what everyone else is doing. So if you don't have time for a two-hour morning routine or you don't have time to go to the gym for two hours, that's totally okay. It's getting started with what fits into your lifestyle and what's realistic for you. What I like to suggest to clients to do is that if you scroll through your Instagram feed and you're seeing somebody's account that's making you feel down on yourself, making you feel less than, making you feel like you need to compare yourself to them, don't follow them anymore. You know, I understand we try to follow people that we want to look like or we want to be like for motivation and inspiration. And that's fine. That's totally fine to do that. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many people that you're following for motivation or how many posts that you're saving for inspiration if you're not actually taking any action from it. So sometimes we get kind of caught in this black hole where the intention is to get ideas and like I said, get some inspiration from some of these people that we're following. But if it's actually stemming a negative response and causing us to not take action it's doing the opposite of what we want so sometimes doing a clean out of the list of who you follow and really follow accounts that bring you positive vibes positive feelings good education good information that you're actually going to be able to digest and implement to your day-to-day life um, is going to be very beneficial for you instead of just following people who look good and just make you feel like trash because you feel like you're not doing enough which makes you go back into that kind of paralyzed feeling we were talking about before and do nothing. But guys, that is my tips for getting unstuck, getting out of a rut and starting to take some action towards turning your life around and feeling like your best self. I hope you found those helpful and Thank you for joining me for another episode of Rise and Thrive with Sam. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week with another one. Take care.